Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. chapter 49. Uh, Tonight, uh, entering into the uh, new year, and I'm going to focus tonight preparing us for the 37 days, but also kind of set a vision tone for where we're going with Unleashed. Amen. Just set a vision tone for this. One verse of scripture to launch with from the book of Genesis chapter 49 and verse 22. Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall, whose branches run over the wall. And in those last three words are my message title tonight over the wall can you say that with me over the wall oh heavenly father we come to you today you are so good to us I stand in need of your help Lord both naturally and physically Lord I thank you for touching my body I thank you Lord for helping me in this assignment Lord I pray today that your power Lord Jesus would rest upon this church like never before. Thank you, God, for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Turn around and let's do this. Let's give everybody a fist bump. If you're carrying germs or something like that, you're less likely to transfer them. Amen. I'm so glad for everybody that is here tonight. For those of you that are watching online, not able to be here, you're under the weather. Amen. We miss you. Amen. All that have joined us online, we welcome you. The Lord bless you. Be seated. When we come to Genesis chapter 49, we find that Jacob is nearing the end of his life. And he calls for a family gathering. He gathers his sons so that he could bless them. And tell them who they are. Bless them and tell them who they are. Not only was the firstborn on this occasion to receive the blessing, but the whole bunch were going to be blessed and pronouncements upon them. We find that within his words of declaration, Jacob was providing their future identity to his sons. He looks at Reuben, his firstborn, and he says, uh, you're, you're my might. You're the first fruits of my strength, uh, preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power, but you're unstable as water. Dad, I like the first part. And then you said I'm unstable as water, and you shall not have preeminence. To Simeon and Levi, brothers, he said, you guys are instruments of cruelty. 
So let not their soul enter into their counsel. Let not my honor be united to their assembly. I'm not hooking up with you guys because you were violent. You're violent and cruel. Wow. Judah, your brothers will praise you, and your hand will be at the necks of your enemies. You're like a lion, Judah. You're like a lion. Now, Zebulun, I'm sure old Zeb was thinking, man, cool, it's changing. But Zebulun, you're going to settle down by the seashore. Issachar, I mean, that, that's all. You're going to settle down by the seashore. That's it. And he goes to Issachar and he says, you're one tough donkey. Look it up. He said, you are a tough donkey. And he said that you're crouching beneath the saddlebags. That's what that, that means there. He says, and, and you're going to become a servant under forced labor. Issachar, you're, you're tough. And you can carry loads. Good thing. And you're going to be forced into slavery. He says to Dan, his son, you'll be a judge over your people. You will hold your own just fine, Dan. Uh, but you're a snake in the grass. You're a lethal viper. Now, I think he meant this as a, as a kind word. I really do because he says you're like, you're, you're like a viper that's hiding in the grass that when your enemies come by, it's... You've got them. Oh, Dan, I don't know. Natala, Natala, you know what you are? You're like a doe let loose that bears beautiful fawns. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> now, Ben, Benjamin, you're a ravenous wolf. In the morning, devouring the prey, and in the evening, dividing the spoil. Cool. I'm a, I'm a wolf. I'm, I'm, that's awesome. And so Jacob, in turning to Joseph, paints a completely different picture to him uh, compared with his brothers. Let me read from, from just another translation uh, about this, this pronouncement of blessing on Joseph. He says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot him, and harassed him severely, yet his bow remained unmoved. His arms are made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob from the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, by the almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that crouches beneath, blessings of the breast and the womb, the blessing of your father are mighty beyond the blessings of my parents up to the bounties of everlasting hills your blessings are going to flow may they be on your head Joseph and on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers no kidding Reuben you're unstable as water Joe you're a victorious survivor the archers with malice attacked you and harassed you but you are a winner, Joe. Simeon and Levi, you're a duo of vile cruelty. 
Joe, you're a victorious warrior with a steady hand. Amen. When under attack, your arm stands, your bow stands firm, and your arms are limber. Judah, you're a lion. Joseph, God's got your back. The mighty one that I serve, uh, Jacob was saying, the champion of Israel, the shepherd of Israel, the rock of Israel. By the way, that's my name. Jacob's saying, he's talking about himself. My God, my mighty one, the champion, my champion has got your back. Judah, you're a lion. But Joseph, God's got your back. Issachar, you're one tough donkey. And Benjamin, you're a ravenous wolf. But Joe, the God of your fathers, is on your side. Zebulon, you're going to settle down by the seashore. Enjoy your life. But Joe, the Almighty will bless you with blessings from heaven above. Uh, Dan, you're a snake in the grass. Joe, your blessings are going to tumble from the skies and burst from the earth beneath you. Naphtali, you're a doe that bears little fawns. Aren't you special? Joe, the blessings of your father is going to come upon you and exceed the blessings of my father. Amen. And Joe, these blessings are going to rest on your head and on your bow, your brow as one who is set apart from his brothers. No kidding. Come on, if I was the brothers here, I would be a little bit perhaps perturbed. Jacob left no doubt. Joseph, you're going to be blessed. Joseph, your blessing is set apart. All these other things in your brother's life, amen. When he come to Joseph, he said, you are a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. Joseph's future blessing was depicted as a fruitful, bountiful, thriving garden planted next to a spring, next to a well. The garden is so fertile that its branches grow within the garden, but of the wall around the garden, that branches begin to reach out and grow up over that into the outside and begin to reach to the outside. Jacob mentions how Joseph was hated and attacked and mistreated, but Joseph was fruitful because he was faithful. I said Joseph was fruitful because he was faithful. He was faithful in the pit. He was faithful as a, as sold into slavery. He was faithful when he was hated. He was faithful when he was blessed. He was faithful when he was tempted. He was faithful in prison. He was faithful in prosperity. And he was faithful in pain. Joseph became blessed as Pharaoh's number two. He, why was he so blessed? Because he would continue to be blessed because of an attitude in his heart. God increased Joseph's blessing because Joseph was willing to reach beyond his own. He was willing to reach beyond his own world. (coughs) Joseph didn't keep the blessing in his own garden behind his own walls. Instead, he reached out to meet the needs of others. How did Joseph act when famine struck Egypt and the surrounding areas? What did he do? He provided for his brothers that abused him. 
He had provided for his brothers who hurt him. Amen. He provided for those that had, had given him a cause to be offended and sold him into slavery. Yet he reached over the wall and blessed his brothers. He provided for, do you know who was among that group that was provided for with food? Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife who accused him of, of raping her, falsely accused him, sending to prison. You know who else was there? Potiphar who put him in prison. Amen. Joseph let his blessings begin to extend over the wall and reach to others. He cared about people. It was safe in his garden, but he went beyond his confinement and contentment. And he dared to reach beyond his comfort zone, to reach beyond where he was at. He cared for people, people who hurt him, people who couldn't offer him anything, people who had offended him and frustrated him, people who didn't deserve his help and so he blessed and I believe that God looked at Joseph and said the reason that Joseph is going to get a blessing beyond the blessing of his brothers is that in his blessing he didn't keep it in the garden he didn't keep it to himself he didn't keep it to his family but he let it reach out beyond the wall over the wall MPC, we're blessed like Joseph. I wish everybody was here tonight to hear what I have to say. Hopefully they'll get it on podcast. We're blessed like Joseph. Think about our church just for a minute. Think about our church. There's not many churches that are in a town our size that has a congregation our size. Not many. Now we need to be three, four, five times what we are come on somebody hallelujah we have been blessed we have been blessed here at MPC look at our church look at our demographics do you know how few churches have the balance of demographics from babies to golden agers amen people that love God faithful to God faithful to the house of God love truth love holiness stand for righteousness amen do you know how blessed we are look at look at our families look at our children look at our children look at the ones that have come into our 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 care who 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 were born in a different home but now reside in a place of this garden that live in this garden amen look at our heritage look at our preachers that I talked about a while ago look at the talent didn't that choir that was missing so many just flat tear it up and felt the glory of God and and my goodness I was so thankful we're blessed we're blessed we're blessed with talent we're blessed with singers we're blessed with musician. I don't know many churches that have the same size per capita or percentage of churches that will have five and six piano players flipping around and going from that to have, to have, a, have several drummers and bass players and organists and, 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 and what, what, what are we doing? We're blessed. That's what we're doing. Our garden is blessed. That's what we have. We're blessed. We live and experience in a, a life in a fruitful garden. But here's where we are. We must be willing to allow our fruit to reach beyond where we are 
and go across the wall into other areas and reach to people that we can get nothing out of them. They can give us nothing in return. They can do nothing for us. Amen. But we can sure do something for them. We need to reach beyond the wall to the people that need the hope that we share in here. We can reach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you're so good. Praise God. Got to get somebody to turn me down just a little bit because I feel like lifting my voice. And I don't want to blow you out. <clears throat> Is that okay? Just a little bit. Don't get too carried away back there. I'm telling you, that's good. <clears throat> when our garden is as rich as this garden, when we consider our heritage, how many of you know how blessed we are to have Bishop Walls, who is a premier scholar? And has left us a legacy of truth and righteousness and lives it before us still to this day. I'm blessed. I want that to go over the wall. I, I want to help take him. I know he's on the radio still. I know that he does all kinds of things. Amen. And, 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 and it's so inspiring. How about we take him over the wall a little bit? How about we let, let that reach out? How about some of our young people that love the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. John. You know what that that what's the name of that group you got at school? Activate. All right, take 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 it to activate and let it go over the wall. Don't 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 minimize where you're at. Let the blessings of God, every one of you kids, that you are lovers of the Lord. Imperfect, yeah, but so is the rest of us. But blessed, 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 blessed. Hallelujah. Our garden is well watered, well watered by truth, well watered by faithfulness, well watered, amen. But is it somebody today that can send their vine of hope over the wall, amen, to a neighbor that's hurting? Yeah, we'll send money to mission fields, and yes, we will, and we continue to do that. But it is somebody that will send a vine of service to a community member that is hurting that needs help. Is there anybody that will hear the word of Jesus when he says, go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, amen, he that believes believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them over the wall. Them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils. That's not just in this building. That's over the wall. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. How about somebody getting the Holy Ghost in the middle of school? How about somebody getting the Holy Ghost on the street corner? How about somebody getting healed when you lay hands on them and pray for them in the name of Jesus? You have to be willing to go over the wall. Jesus didn't intend for us to sit in our garden, sip living water, and veg out on our fruits and vegetables that are growing in the house, in the garden. He never intended it. He said, you get the garden growing and let it reach out beyond you. We just can't come to church week after week, service after service, Sunday after Sunday, Tuesday after Tuesday, 
and experience and soak up the saving grace of God and the power of Jesus Christ and soak up and consume his blessings and consume his goodness and just get fat on all that he has provided for us. Somebody's got to say, I'm taking this over the wall. I'm taking this to somebody. Now, 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 now you know what that means. That means you got to live over the wall like you live in the wall. You can't live one way in church and another way in the world. You can't be a lying, thieving cheat in the world and then come into church and raise your little Pentecostal hands and say, I'm being blessed. Amen. That's not the way that it works. It works taking what you have in truth here and move it over the wall into somebody else's life. Lord, let our blessings this coming year be unleashed over the wall. Be unleashed over the wall. I, I, here's where I'm at, and here's what I'm praying. And I know it's a dangerous prayer, but I'm asking you to stay with me. I'm praying, God, if we've got to rattle our traditions, then rattle our traditions. I'm not changing doctrine, not changing truth, not changing direction, amen, but I'm just simply saying, I don't want to get so entrenched in my garden that I forget my need to let my vine grow, that I forget the need to reach out. I don't want to get so consumed with consuming church and being a consumer that I forget to be a server. I don't think you heard that. I don't want to get consumed being a consumer that I'm not a server. You see, servants encourage, consumers complain. Servants empower, consumers criticize. Servants sacrifice, consumers hoard. Servants forgive, consumers hate. Servants work together. Consumers compete. Servants volunteer. Consumers take from volunteers. Servants generously give. Consumers buy. Servants serve. Consumers obtain. Servants save. Consumers waste. Servants protect. Consumers destroy. Servants love people. Consumers love things. I can sit in my garden until I just love my world, my things, my life, and I forget God made me to serve. I am to be a servant. 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 And if you show up Tuesday night, you're going to learn that firsthand is that God has called us to be a servant. So you want to be a leader. So you want to go over the wall. So you want to be used by God. So you want to do something big or small. Then it begins with that mentality. And that is God has called me to impact others, to lift up others, to elevate others, to serve others. And if I don't do that, I might as well just stay in my consumer garden. Eat up God's blessings for me and be a dead sea. 
And the reason it's called Dead Sea is because there is no outlet. I love what the psalmist said in Psalm 126 and 6. 126 and 6. He goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. What you have will impact somebody else if you'll let it. We have a heritage here and we have a garden here of blessings. We have the garden of the name of Jesus. Oh, anybody believe in the name of Jesus? There's power in the name of Jesus. We have a garden of Jesus name theology. It's time. Just let it grow in the garden. That's fine. We want it growing, but we want it to grow beyond us and just slip over the wall, slip outside this door, outside your house, on your job, wherever you may be. Just let your garden grow. Hallelujah. Till your garden, work your garden. That's fine. Thank God for those blessings but they need to go over the wall. In our garden, we have the precious infilling of the Holy Ghost. I know the devil is trying to minimize that in this time that we're living in, trying to make us feel like that uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not essential or important or vital. But I want to tell you, if the Bible tells us that if I don't have the Spirit of Christ, I'm none of His, then I better have the Spirit of Christ. I better have the Spirit of Christ. But I want to take that and let it pour out over the wall. It's not just for me. Paul, uh, Peter said it's for you and for your children and to your children and those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Doesn't that sound like going over a wall? We have the word of God. Let's take it over the wall. I just looked today. Our podcast has reached 12,000 downloads. 12,000 down. I know that's not probably like a lot of these guys are, that may be, a, but, but this is God. This is something that we put out there and it just, amen. I want to tell you, we need to take this word and go out. Some of you are going to be teaching Bible studies this year. Praise God. Anybody want to sign up? Hallelujah. Some of you need to be teaching Bible studies in other people's lives. Some of you are soul winners and you don't even know it yet. You don't even know it that you, God has given you the personality. And God, God has given to you the, all, the, all the ability to take that vine and go right over the wall into somebody's life. Some of you right now are soul winners. You're already doing it. Amen. Just being who you are outside your garden wall. Let's take the word over the wall. Let's take the word over the wall. We have hope in this place. Let's take it over the wall because this town, this community, this tri-state area needs some hope. Let's take it over the wall. We're living in an age where the gospel message is being so trampled. Told it's not necessary. You know what Jesus said? Go into the highways, and as many as you find, bid them to the marriage. 
Go find somebody. Go over your wall. Matthew 28, 19. Go you therefore and teach all the nations. Baptize in the, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Mark 16, 15. Go you into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That means your neighbor and my neighbor. Who's on your short list for your vine to reach? Who's on your short list? For your vine to reach. Here's something that I think there's a couple things I'm really going to, with the help of the Lord, address in this next uh, time. Is I want to address the idea that we can't be friendly to the world and it not turn us. We've got a concept that if I go around and I'm friendly to people who are unsaved. I might get, you know, the worldlies. Is that the depth of your relationship with God? Then you stay in the garden. Okay? You stay in the garden. But the Bible says that Jesus was known for eating, eating with sinners and publicans. I just recently was, was, was listening to a, a man. He's not of our faith, but he, he's a man that loves the Lord and has, has his walk with God that he, he professes. But what he said convicted me, convicted me. He's, he's got multiple businesses. He's a very uh, uh, wealthy entrepreneur. And, and he said, I started a, a coaching business. And he said, the Lord impressed on me, don't get safe people to work in your business. I went out and he said, I found agnostics, atheists, infidels. I found Muslims. And I started developing a relationship with these brilliant people that could do the job. And he said, I brought them on board. And he said, it's taken me a while. But one by one, I've won the agnostic and I've won the atheist. I'm working on the Muslim. Amen. I just want to tell you today, if you don't have enough of the Holy Ghost to be able to reach out to somebody, then go pray through. Amen. Get something inside of you. Don't let the world change you. You change the world. Well, I can't be seen with that person. You know, he's known in the community as being the town drunk. How many of you remember Joey Barnes? Joey Barnes got a lot closer to the Lord than I think a lot of people understood. Amen. And we were able in the last days of his life to reach out to him and help him in ways that a lot of people said, you got Joey Barnes into a Bible study? Absolutely, I did. I can tell you the times I've watched him in my office cry as tears flow down his face, eaten up with cancer, about to die. He was known as the town drunk, but he said, I want to know God. I want to know the Lord. Amen. There wasn't fakeness in his heart. He was just a, a guy that never knew anything about God. Will you risk being seen with the unseemly? Again, if your intent is to be like them, don't go. Stay in the garden. But if your intent is to change them, to change where you're at, some of you kids are playing on ball teams. I want to see them ball players in the service with you. 
If you're going to do that, then let your uh, talent go over the wall. Bring them. Bring them to the house of God. Win them. Let's see them baptized in the name of Jesus. Don't let it influence you. You let your influence be upon them. That's what it means to be going over the wall. If you live for God in such a way that you have love for people, they'll want to be around you. I said they'll want. You don't have to go prove how cool you are. They'll want to be around you. Let it go over the wall. When I, I've told you this before, let me tell it again. When I was in eighth grade, me and a handful of friends started a prayer meeting at a 15-minute break period in, in, in our eighth grade school. We started with just about five or six of us. By the time that year was over, we were out of a room into the meeting place that they hold all their dramas and everything like that. We had over 200, 200 eighth graders praying and asking God, amen, for help in their life. I don't know how many we, we touched. I don't know what was done. But I'm a firm believer that somebody in that building got touched by God. And if it was one, then it was worth it. That vine went to somebody. Your vine is going... Hallelujah. I am so thankful Sister Judy is teaching a Bible study in the nursing home and reaching out to people and having great success. God, it's that Sister Gill and the ladies' Bible study over the wall, over the wall. Hallelujah. We have people that it's reaching that would never be reached any other way. They won't come to church, but the wall, can. we can go over the wall and go to them. Hallelujah. Whatever it takes. God, would you take us out of our comfort zone this year? Help somebody, love somebody, reach somebody, tell somebody. Hallelujah. You say, Pastor, we're in a dark world. Well, the darker the night, the less lights is needed. It don't take much of your light. Just a little dab will do it. A person that's hungry doesn't complain about what's being given to them. I don't know how to teach a Bible study. I don't know what to say. I'm, I don't know. I just can't. I, I don't know. Huh, huh. And they're hungry. They don't know anything about John 3.16 or Acts 2.38. But you can tell them about it. Hallelujah. Just go over your wall. Go over your wall. Would you stand with me, please? The exciting thing is like Zerubbabel. He said, by might, no, by power, by your spirit, says the Lord. There are things that going over the wall is going to take God. I said, it's going to take God. But he said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses. Folks, some of the best people on God's green earth is in this room right now. Some of the most Holy Ghost-filled, spiritual, faithful, compassionate, 
loving people are in this room right now. And you've got what it takes to go let your, your vine just grow over the wall. Just a little bit. Here. There. They'll never maybe get, you may not even see in this lifetime the response. Just keep on letting it grow. Just keep on. Is there any body here tonight is that you're chomping at the bits in your spirit. You're chomping at the bits like a horse at the Kentucky Derby just waiting for the gate to open. I'm hoping and praying that by the time our days of consecration are finished, you will be like that Derby thoroughbred, ready, equipped, and say, here I go. Watch out. Just just give me a chance. Just give me a start. Just give me a way. Just show me something to do. I'll teach a Bible study if that's what it is. I'll bake a cake if that's what it is. I'll help clean up a yard if that's what it takes. I'll, I'll do something with my hands. I'll do something with my, my life. I'll do something to go over the wall. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you just reach out to him in the name of Jesus? Reach out to him right here. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com.